I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. We're the guys from That Film Stew, and this is our latest review, Renfield. Directed and produced by Chris McKay, Renfield is the comedy horror film written by Ryan Ridley from a story by Robert Kirkman and inspired by characters from the 1897 novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. The movie is in cinemas now, but if you haven't watched Renfield yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. So Jason, what is Renfield all about? Renfield, played by Nicholas Holt, the tortured yet loyal servant to history's most narcissistic boss, Dracula, who's played by Nicolas Cage, is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding, no matter how debased. But now, after centuries of servitude, Renfield is ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. If only he can figure out how to end his codependency. This is a film that I've been waiting so long to see in the US, in the UK. They got it earlier in the year. You can even buy it digitally in the US. It is out for home release. We've finally got it here in cinemas in Australia. We got an invite from Universal to go and watch a special early screening and had the best time. Absolutely had the best time. Before the movie started, the question was asked of the audience, are you a fan of Nicolas Cage? The place erupted. And I was like, <laughs> my people, <laughs> my people. <laughs> and I was like, this, this, well, I thought, you know, this is going to be a good time. Like I'd seen the trailers, you know, and I guess people listening would know if they've listened to the show before. I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. It's been 10 years since Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. And that was the last time you had him big on a poster, had his name on the poster for a studio film. It's been such a long time. Last year, unfortunately, we didn't get to review it, but the unbearable weight of massive talent, love that film. Absolutely love it. So entertaining. But this is Nick Cage back. And wow, if you like Nicolas Cage chewing the scenery, He's never done it as much as he chews the scenery in this film. Like his Dracula is just incredible. We'd seen it in the trailers. It's so much more impressive when you're watching the whole film. Yeah, the context really does add to what was already pretty much like this is gonna be bonkers. You can already tell it what he's doing his performance, his whole get up, the look to him. Um, you throw that into the context of what this movie is, the style, the tone, which we'll get into. Um, yeah, it really does. It really does stand. Like he's doing. Look, what we're going to end up doing is we, you know, the, the, there's two basically like the two main characters, Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Holt, Dracula and Renfield. What they're doing is two very different things, but not in a not in a oh hey it's not working. The fact that their characters are so different and what the what these actors are doing in their performance, like they're, they're so conflicting, it just works so much for this movie, for the conflict that is their relationship and the actual premise 
of this film. So Nicolas Cage, like, again, I would, I would admit you probably don't see him as much in this movie as you would probably think. The movie is more about the Renfield character, but obviously Dracula's presence and and I guess the whole... Nicolas Cage has basically been given, you know, we've seen him do crazy stuff and and just go balls to the wall crazy. But in this one, he kind of has a, he kind of has like a free pass to just do it because it's Dracula. He's essentially a monster type character, hundreds of years old. You just, there's, there's so much fun with this character and he, and he looks great. And the teeth. Yeah. Oh, he so really, so yeah, it really does. And then just with the makeup as well. So he's got the white makeup, but then there's like a blue hue and then the teeth and then the darkness around the eyes. I was watching it and just, just thinking they've managed to have him both look just like Dracula and like Nicolas Cage. Like it's just, <laughs> it works. Well, it works so with, well. Um, you know, like you see him at the start and then he gets like, he pretty much gets burnt destroyed and then there's a portion of the film where he's basically like a a skinless like he's he's a fraction of what a being could be he's not fully formed even then like there's it's pretty cool and he starts to come back and yeah he starts to come back and he's yeah his skin's not quite fitting his face properly. It's hanging down a little bit, which is affecting Dracula's speech. So you can you can definitely tell that Nick Cage is having a lot of fun with that. There's, I mean, he's playing Dracula, and he's playing a very classic Dracula. Like there's that old. I mean, I read that his basis for Dracula, his favorite actor to ever play Dracula, is Christopher Lee. So that's what he was going for. But I was also getting a lot of Bela Lugosi, you know, and in the the end credits and the opening of the movie where it's black and white and it kind of looks like old footage. Maybe they've inserted the actors and that's how they did that with some editing tricky, but it starts with like a classic old-fashioned Dracula and then we get this modern film. But with... Cage's performance, like it starts off very much like that, but then as the movie progresses, he is just shining. Like you're definitely getting so much Nick Cage in his performance to the point where there's certain things that he says, certain ways that he moves, sounds that he makes, that you you just think, I don't think that was in the script. Like that's definitely something. <laughs> and as you say, where they're just letting him go for it. I mean, the the director, Chris McKay. He wanted Nick Cage. That's who he wanted for this. And I'm so glad that he did and that he went after him. And the film that he watched, I mean, I've not seen it in a very long time. It came out in 95, Kiss of Death, a crime film where Cage was menacing and funny at the same time. And that's obviously what they wanted for Dracula in this movie. And it works so well. But clearly, I'm a big Nick Cage fan. He's the reason why I want to watch it. But as I'm watching it, Nicholas Holt as Renfield, Aquafina as Rebecca. I thought both of them were fantastic. And even though we've seen Nicholas Holt in so many things over the years, I still remember him as that little kid from About a Boy. And as I'm watching this, I mean, I guess Aquafina, maybe she's on the short side, but when? 
the boy from About a Boy gets so tall. I mean, there's some scenes, <laughs> it's almost like he's having to duck when walking through doorways. The guy is just so tall. He's pretty tall. He's pretty tall. I mean, I, I know, I think you said your, your wife watches it, but the great, you know, it's got Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt in it. Like, and he's playing such a complex character. There's so many dimensions to it. And it's just something about Nicholas Holt and the, the types of roles that he can sort of take on that he can bring these just very multi-dimensional kind of characters and and but also have this presence to him as well but like obviously like his character here you know like he's he, even though he's tall in stature he is meant to be felt as small you know timid kind of out of sorts out of place lost and then throughout the movie he's you get to see his growth and his sort of Hey, I'm actually gonna stand up and be as tall as I am, and and, and take it off. Be a hero, like he's he's saving people. And when Dracula finds out that, because for him to use his abilities, he's siphoning off a part of Dracula's power, and and he accesses that by eating bugs. So it's like you know, Dracula's <laughs> like, you know, we're bad guys. You want to take over the world, like and you're you're helping people. But, oh man, I I wish I could just go and watch it again now. I really. I'm looking forward to watching it again. Just when and Renfield's trying to explain himself to Dracula and Dracula's, yes, yes. And he's just oh, it's bloody brilliant. Well, the but whole, when, there's but the when whole, Renfield like, dynamic. Yeah, we're just gonna say when he's going all action hero, because it happens. It's like it gets his Neo from the Matrix moment. You know, when Neo says to Trinity, we need guns, lots of guns, we need bugs, lots of bugs. And then like the <laughs> the action the violence is ripping off people's limbs is then impaling other people with those limbs. And it's like just super violent. But that scene where the SWAT and everyone is swarming them at the apartments and then he's up high, Rebecca's down below. Oh no, she's on like level one or something and he's up top and he's taking everyone down and he's slowly just falling and he smiles and gestures to her. It's brilliant. It's just so, so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Like with, with the action, it's, like, this is like crazy over the top. It's like over choreographed, over stylized, but that plays into the fun element of this. Like, it's like there's there's excessive blood splatter just for the hell of, like, just for the hell of it. Not necessarily to be gory as such, but just to play into the craziness of almost like the like the shock fun. Where it's like, oh, that's disgusting, that's gross. But we're laughing. We're not going, oh, that's disgusting, that's gross. It's very different. So the comedy in this movie is really a strong element countering all the action and the gore and the I guess all the other, you know, the complexities of these characters yeah. and their and their moments. It's it's really good. And, and that's the thing. This movie is funny. Like there's generally, lots of laughs really, along the way. Yeah, generally really funny. It made to mind was going to be going to watch it, and he doesn't like horror. And then just, but like Dracula and those kind of things, but not like gory and full-on horror films. I was just like saying to him that it's very much comedy violence. It's almost like a cartoon. Like, it's just so ridiculous and over the top. So So Yeah, so it's not like watching a slasher movie. Like, yes, so, I mean, I've lost count, but so many people die in this. That same sequence we talked about at the apartments, like, there's there's that guy, his face comes off. And it's like disgusting and it is kind of it's it's pretty gruesome but it's so silly that you're just like and you're just kind of expecting you like make a face-off joke 
make a face. Oh, joke. No, it was it's right there. there. <laughs> it was right there. But um, uh, what was I leading into? There was something else there. Now, look, action, fun, funny. It's nuts. I really like the dynamic of like, well, like, this is like the premise, the setup, having the Renfield character attend the like the self-help oh, sort of yeah. meetings, that whole like ensemble of just random characters and actors and just sort of, and there's that one lady that's just like, you know, like she basically just keeps getting overseen. It's just like, oh, <laughs> getting shut Renfield's out. talking now. Like, yeah, it's just like, all right, we don't have to talk yeah. about it. It's not important. Um, out of the, all, out of all them though, it is Brandon Scott Jones as Mark, the one that is yeah. running the group, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I've seen him in the American remake of Ghosts. He's one of the right. ghosts in that show, and okay. he is hilarious. I thought we'd seen his funniest moments in the trailers because pretty much every trailer featured that group, and prominently featured his character as part of the group and that's when oh you were literally talking about dracula that's like we thought you were just sort of like just saying but no you really are talking about dracula and that whole sequence and when they all got murdered generally <laughs> i was shocked but then at the end of the movie oh you know some dracula's blood brought them all back to life so that's absolutely fine and i was perfectly okay with that because i was so glad just to see that group back yeah, no problem. And then Renfield, the ends Again, up with a jar a, of if, blood. If this was like a straightforward, you know, like, you know, thriller horror type thing where they all get slaughtered and then at the end it's a cop out and they all come back, you'd, you'd feel a little bit dismayed, but you're right. It works here. This is like a silly fun just outing that we're, we're experiencing. It's just like, cool, bring him back for one last laugh, one yeah. little moment together. Awesome. But then... There's that, there's that joke, isn't there, where they went somewhere. They saw things that they're never yeah, going to be able to unsay. <laughs> it's they're like, like, yep. But they're almost like, you shouldn't have brought us back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're now broken. You know, we've not really, I'm going to say, talked about the villains because there, there is, I mean, Dracula absolutely is a villain. And I'm glad that they didn't try and redeem him because he's never not the villain. Like, there's not a moment where, you know, he's like, you know what, Renfield, I've seen the error of my ways and I'm going to be good now. No, Dracula, he wants he wants to rule. He's got ambitions. But then we've got the crime family, uh, the Lobos. Ben Schwartz is Ted. Oh, I thought he was so good in this. But now I can never hear him and not hear Sonic. It's a thing that happened. <laughs> so even in this film where he's snorting a bug, or it's like a what's, what's the like a centipede? Yeah, he's, he's snorting. He's snorting a centipede like cocaine and killing people, and just you know, all these things are happening. I still hear Sonic, <laughs> which is fine. No, it's I'll okay. You, he, he used his talking voice for Sonic. What, what can I do? I'll tell you what. Like, I really I liked his performance and what he was doing, and you know, like he's he's really entertaining. He's good as, uh, at what he does. And then you've got like the the mum character, who's played by Shorey Ashdalu. I think I said that maybe close to correct. That sounds honest. right. Like, and I, I like their inclusion in the story just to give Dracula sort of like 
something else to sort of work with. It's not just him against Renfield. There's a there's a bigger threat, and then there's a connection to like the Aquafina character's story and stuff. But I've got to say, sitting down, you know, it's been a bit a bit. Uh, it's been a minute since you know watched the movie, and now we're sitting down talking about this movie. I can't even remember what their overall motives or their drive was. Like I just and because of that, I'm like, was it that compelling? Are they just a crime family? And they're they a crime family to... in a corrupt city. Pretty much everybody on the police force, except for Rebecca, were corrupt. Mm. And and that's know. it. Sort of like I mean, obviously there's a big thing to it, but it's just like, what was their actual motive to to you know get Dracula on their side and do well, stuff to with rule. him? And... That, well, that was it. Just just to rule, and and that's enough. And there's I not really for... much to it. It's it's very simple evil. And I'm like, eh, because of that, I'm like, eh, I, I don't know. Bit but it's a film. No, it's a film, but it's the film is about Renfield and Dracula, and obviously Renfield yeah, and his relationship with Rebecca. You've got to have obviously another bad other than Dracula, and, and you need you know cannon fodder. I don't know. It worked for me. I think Cage is doing enough as Dracula. You know, you don't need to dress up all these other characters, and I thought the motive <laughs> was strong enough. Like they just wanted to be the big crime family. And they were going to use Dracula. Dracula was going to use them. I don't know. It works. You know, there's an actor in here. I completely missed it. Now, I love the film Fright Night. William Ragsdale, who plays the elderly priest in this film, is best known for playing Charlie Brewster in the Fright Night films. Didn't even know that he was in it. Passed me by completely. But that's a fun little thing that they that they included. And when I was looking into it, Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage have worked together before in the movie The Weatherman in 2005. Holt wow. played his son in that Dude. film. That's the one where oh the weatherman God. has a bit of a nervous breakdown and walks through, is it New York? And he's got a bow and arrow. That's ah, a good film. Yeah, I mean, that was back when he was a leading man in studio films back in 2005. Back in in the day. Now, we haven't really talked that much about Aquafina and the Rebecca character. There's like the the sister character. There's this this subplot with like, you know, like the the murder or the death of her dad. And and like you said, all this corruption within like the police system and, and all that kind of stuff i'll tell you i mean i already kind of mentioned you know i feel a little bit indifferent with the with the lobos the the, the rebecca character didn't really care much for her i mean i get that it was there was the romantic sort of side and then the conflict there and and the fact that she's the one you know shining star in the police force to stand up and be like now nah, i'm gonna i'm gonna do the right thing here and i'm like cool i know what they're doing I just didn't really care for her. I don't know what it was. There was something just about, and I'm not just like, I've seen Aquafina in in things before, and I'm like, you know, I've happily enjoyed characters you're playing, so I don't think it's personal. Um, <laughs> but they just, I don't know. For me, there's something wasn't really quite, not necessarily bad. I just didn't really have that strong of an interest. Yeah, I, in all of that, I didn't have that experience at all. Like I said in the opening, there watched it for Nick Cage initially. Found myself mm. really enjoying Nicholas Holt and Aquafina. And yeah, I've seen him in things. Crazy Rich Asians, Jumanji, The Next Level, Shang-Chi, other things, I'm sure. 
I, I thought she was good here. The character she's playing, that character's motivation, I've seen it a lot. <laughs> that's, and there's nothing that's original. It well. It's like There's nothing original about it, but she's bringing something to it. So there's a scene in particular mm. where she's going to march out of the police station. She's walking. She keeps stopping. Shoes are squeaking. She looks over her shoulder, walks a little bit further, <laughs> stops, looks over her shoulder again. Sure. So she's bringing something fun to it. And I thought she was... a I think she was really good at bouncing off of Renfield because he's doing all these crazy and wacky things. Yeah. And just a character I like, able to just go with it. I didn't like the I, moments in I the thought she was really good. You know, like with the cookies and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to eat the cookies a strange man has made for me. As she's eating the cookies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. no, look, there are good moments. I just think her overall, like that, that whole side of the movie, just, again, I think because this movie is... And it's called quite simple. It is, you know, like there's there's complex stuff happening between Renfield and Dracula, but then the rest of it just seems very generic. And it's, you know, like these bad guys are bad guys. This character, you know, like the the one moral cop, and then the you know the mystery behind the death of her dad. She must avenge him, and all that kind of stuff. Like you said, you've seen it before. It's prime for just generic cliche kind of but it stuff works. but again it works in this film um lots of gags lots of callbacks to uh vampire or dracula lore like in this film renfield has a makeover and dresses up his apartment and there's a moment when he arrives back at his apartment to see dracula waiting inside he glances back at his welcome mat and it reads welcome come in of course Vampires can't enter a premises unless invited. Little things like that really yeah. enjoyed. And, oh man, I, yeah, I think I did. I, I think I, I had a better time in this movie. On the sounds of it, no, I mean, didn't, don't didn't, get I me know wrong, you, like, I know you enjoyed it, but I just yeah. really, I'm going to say it, loved it. And just like Dracula's, <laughs> Dracula's waiting for Renfield, <laughs> and, he, and he's like, obviously he's full of shit. Like he's really angry, but he's just keeping himself composed, and he's allowing Renfield the time to compose what he wants to say. And he's, yes, go on, go on. Ah, oh. <laughs> it's just, it's just brilliant. I've got to be honest. Maybe I wouldn't be having such a good of a time if it wasn't Nick Cage in in the Dracula role. I know that he's absolutely doing a lot for me, but it's who they cast. It's the experience that I'm having with the movie. And yes, other characters kind of come and go, but it is really about those three actors. You get the and Nicolas Cage at the end. So Nicholas Holt, Aquafina. You know, her name is on all the posters. You don't see her. It's just Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt on all those posters. You know, okay, you, you say you, you love this movie, which is good, which is fair. I'll say I really like this movie. Like, so, you know, I've got, there's some faults in it, or there's some criticisms that I would, you know, would like, let's say, let's address them, let's, let's do that. But, look, I did really like it. But I get one final point I'd make is the fact that I was really like this movie and I was on board the whole way through, even with, you know, the generic stuff that was going on, the Nick Cage stuff, the Nicholas Holt stuff, like, it's, it's just wonderful, like, and it's so fun that when we got to the end of the movie, I was like, "Oh, that's it. We're already there." The movie's pretty short. I mean, look, it's a ninety-something minute movie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it it plays like a like a comedy. But I I don't know. I was left wanting a little bit more, which kind of left a bit of 
unsatisfactory feelings oh, in me, which okay. is like a backhanded compliment to the movie. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, I'd be, I'd be happy. Sure. I'd be happy with more, <laughs> but at the same time, I wasn't like, "Where's the rest of the movie?" Um, I mean, no, it had yeah. it had the right structure. I just felt. I think ninety uh, minutes is a good runtime. Like for this film, just like where it started, it's black and white. We get that at the end as well in the closing. What Okay, what I will say, and this is not the film, and I think what I noticed was happening in my screening, again, it was a packed screening. And, you know, Nick Cage, he got the cheer at the beginning. There were some moments when he was doing things as Dracula where he was a little bit over the top, not as much as he had been, but the certain moments where he's giving us a certain delivery, they're not necessarily meaning for that to be a laugh or a gag. And my audience were laughing at some of those (laughs) moments because it was Nick Cage. I think it was another actor that maybe they wouldn't, where he's he's like, he was doing something quite sincere, but because it was Nick Cage doing that delivery, people, I think, were laughing at some of the wrong moments. But anyway, that was just a... Just an observation. It didn't happen a lot, but it happened a couple of times. Okay, so if you're going to rate Renfield out of five. Um, yeah, look, like I said, I really liked it. This movie is fun. It's funny. It's uh, it's it's violent, gory, but not in a gross way, I guess. Nick Cage, just incredible. Nicholas Holt, again, they're doing such different stuff, but it just it works together and it just adds to the whole conflict i I just love it the other villains aquafina's character her whole story look like they're there for a reason but i feel like they could have done a little bit more i know the movie doesn't really ask for it or demand it but i would have liked a little bit more it does feel short i would have liked a little bit more i wanted more i feel like i did get enough and what i got i liked um i'm going to come in Again, criticisms, but I'm, I would happily give this a four out of five, though. I've been struggling with this one because I I loved it. I, I really, I really did. I'm glad that we've uh, done this review and, and I've got to hear your thoughts on it because I was looking forward to it and I was watching it. I thought it was great. I've been thinking about it and I'm not going to go crazy here. I felt like I was going to for quite a while and, and coming with a five, which even when I was thinking about it, I knew that's not quite right because it's, <laughs> although I had the best time with it, it's not, it's not perfect. And I was struggling to see anything. Like, oh, I'm not quite sure. The Lobos, I think that's probably where I can look to and think, yeah, okay. And although, you know, they do serve a purpose, and they can't be that big of a part of the movie because it is a Renfield movie with Dracula. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to come in at a 4.5 out of 5, but I did have such a great time. I just thought if I came on here with a 5 out of (laughs) 5, I'd lose some credibility (laughs) in critiquing future films but I had a good time with it. it. It delivered. It was entertaining. And, you know, it it is a balance. Comedy, horror, and films don't always get it right. And I feel like this movie does. And you can put it up there with films like Fright Night, The Frighteners, where they're able to just 
get that balance just right. Nicolas Cage delivered. Nicholas Holt was fantastic. Aquafina. Yeah, this is a 4.5 out of 5. Well, that's it for our review of Renfield. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewinding Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those shows also have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of Fast X and Air, and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This is very random. Got to chuck it out there. Not until I watched the movie, seeing the titles... This film, the story, was written by Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead. I almost didn't mention it. I forgot until <laughs> in our closing. That's I mean, cool. Yeah, that's I cool. did. I did. did I gave his. I gave him a shout out. But yeah, I did not. We specify. didn't. I, we didn't connect to yep. The Walking Dead. Anyway, back to the outro. You've been listening to Luke, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you've been listening to Jason. I almost lost my name there. For <laughs> Where are the guys from that film, Stu? See you soon. 